So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode. I was actually going to do another episode altogether, something completely unrelated to what happened today. Unfortunately, I had no choice, and because of the circumstances relating to today's bombshell, I have to cover this one. So, you may have heard, the internet broke today. Microsoft actually bought ZeniMax and Bethesda Studios, which includes lots of studios, eight studios at least. And now they own over 23 studios. Holy crap, that's a lot of studios. So, first off, congratulations to Microsoft for this, for this amazing acquisition. It's just... Holy crap, I still can't believe it. I mean, as soon as I saw it, my heart skipped a beat in terms of shock. However, I'm happy for Microsoft. They made a smart move. But here's everything you need to know about this deal. This deal hasn't yet gone through completely. It will go through in quarter two of 2020. So, no, it has not yet finalized. been finalized, but... It's just like, you know, when Marvel bought Star Wars or Disney bought uh, my, uh, sorry, uh, Century 20 Fox and they had to wait until it was theirs. But the deal was you know, done, but the everything else takes a little bit time. And they paid $7.5 billion to own Bethesda and ZeniMax. That is just an amazing number. Amazing. Is Bethesda really worth that much alongside ZeniMax, the parent company? Well, the IPs that they have, yeah, probably. (laughs) But they have to be used well, you know, unlike how they have been treating everything else. And how they almost drove Bethesda to the ground. Now, there have been many, many reports. People are a little bit confused as to what does this even mean for us? Are we losing games to Xbox? Here's the thing, Phil Spencer said that he will honor any exclusivity deal that Sony had regarding Deathloop and Tokyo, Ghostwire Tokyo. So don't worry about that, it's still coming to PS5, and they have the exclusivity deal as well. Any other game that was in development currently will still be a multi-platform, which includes Elder Scrolls VI, probably Starfield, I don't know if it actually was in development, Really don't have any clue. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online expansions, it will still be available on PlayStation 4 and 5. Um, maybe another Dishonored, any game, any game that hasn't even yet been announced, but it was in development for multi platforms, and yes, they will come to the console as well. That's a great news for everyone, at least they're not, we're not losing games at this time. However, after the deal finalizes in the second quarter of 2020, things will be a little bit different. It will be case by case as Phil Spencer and Todd Howard put it, which means they will examine the situation. They will be like, okay, for example, we have Elder Scrolls 6 on the horizon. That's pretty cool. So do we want this to be, I don't know, exclusive to Xbox or multi-platform? And then they decide. The situation goes right now that every game Bethesda makes, and they have made, will be available day one on Game Pass. So, 
giving 10 bucks to 15 bucks a month, you'll be able to play all of them day one. So far, I'm seeing a lot of value in Game Pass. It's pretty awesome, actually, now that I think about it. Instead of paying 70 bucks, you actually get to play them for much less. But still, I would love to know, how are you making money off of this? That's a lot of games you're giving practically for free, given the price. Somebody needs to explain how Game Pass is even profitable for Microsoft. I really need to know. Because in long term, it doesn't seem to be that good in making money. How many people are going to buy the subscription and how much are you going to make in return? You need five people to buy a Game Pass to finally make money on one game. Uh, I have no clue. I'm not going to debate on that. Somebody needs to explain how this is profitable so I can understand. But moving forward, um, as Todd Howard said, it seems that there's the relationship they had with Microsoft is pretty long and they were good friends as they put it. In fact, he said, and I quote, that when he got the Lifetime Achievement Award, he said in his speech, so how many achievement points is this worth? And then Xbox said, we'll tell you, they sent him a code that was locked, they sent him a code that was a game locked to his account, to his console, that was a game that as soon as you finished it, uh, like, it was a really short game apparently, you just finish it and move forward in the game, he got thousand points and achievement that said lifetime achievement award pretty cool part on microsoft and when he talked about oblivion and morrowind every game that was ever made also on xbox the relationship seems really cool i might say that well this this was a good match a <laughs> really nice match but this still doesn't mean that we're not getting our games. It still seems that they are coming to other consoles as well, but as they said, case by case. However, games that started development before this, accusi this accusation, did I say accusation? This acquisition, sorry, this acquisition, uh, they're bound to come to other consoles. However, that may change, I don't know, but that's how usually it goes. It is also possible that they can make it exclusive. Like, it's a big possibility. But I don't think they're going to do that. Since Phil Spencer said that we're going to honor some agreements. Uh, and I don't think they want to lose Elder Scrolls money. I mean, look, this is a situation. Depending on how well Xbox Series X and Game Pass sell, the decision can vary. Like, for example, Microsoft sees that, okay, for example, PS5 is selling way better. So they'll be like, okay, let's, let's bring it to PlayStation as well. Who cares? Let's get that money. <laughs> but if they see that Game Pass is doing really, really well compared to everything else, then that's a different story altogether. Like, it could be like Final Fantasy VII Remake. One year exclusivity deal. That would suck. I have to wait one year to play Elder Scrolls? Yikes. And no, Skyrim 2 is not Elder Scrolls 5. Sorry, Elder Scrolls 6. Skyrim is the name of Elder Scrolls 5. Oblivion was for the fourth one. 3 was Morrowind. Oblivion was actually a expansion, if I'm not wrong. I gotta check on that. Give me a sec. Was Morrowind really the third one? Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Let me check. Uh, open word, yes. Morrowind, yes, so 
Skyrim 2, we don't have that. It's not even happening in Skyrim anymore. It's in a whole different area that we never explored. <sighs> Jeez, get your facts straight. Anywho, that's how the situation is going right now. We know for a fact that Xbox is planning, and Todd Howard is also planning, on doing some things multi-platform. It is very possible that some bigger games get exclusive contents just for Xbox. Like, for example, yes, Elder Scrolls 6 will come to all consoles, maybe a bit later on PlayStation, and there will be ex- uh, like some exclusive content that will be available only on Xbox. Such as, you might ask, Capcom. And, well, Monster Hunter World, where we had so many exclusive stuff regarding PlayStation, like Horizon, Zero Dawn, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and I think also Witcher and Final Fantasy XIV, I'm not sure, is Final Fantasy XIV actually an exclusive to PlayStation? If it is, that makes it two. Not sure, but that would also make it for Square Enix, that kind of deal. Not even Sony is related to that. Okay, I made a boo-boo. But still, exclusive content like that. I mean, it is exclusive to PlayStation, after all, Horizon. I'm not sure about the Final Fantasy one. I have to check on that. But still, we may see a similar situation. The point is, while everyone is shocked, everyone, do not expect Sony to come out and say, hey, we made a... Another buy of our own, we bought another studio. Hell no. They already bought Insomniac. And look, Sony doesn't have that much money compared to Microsoft. That's the sad truth. I mean, Microsoft is super rich. And that's mainly because of Windows. Let's be honest, it's Windows. It's it's not Xbox, it's not Surface, it's not... They don't have anything else worth that much money. It's definitely Windows, only Windows. So yeah, they have much money to just give away. And I'm surprised that Phil Spencer was able to convince these people to spend $7.5 billion. Holy crap. Congratulations to you, Phil Spencer. As much as I hate your guts, this was a great move altogether. Jim Ryan, do something. I don't expect you to buy a studio, but I expect you to do something that, again, puts you to companies in different states, but both at a great value. And honestly, with 70 bucks for a game, and the way the prices were revealed today for PS5 in my country, hell no. I'm not going to buy a PS5. I'm sorry to say that, but you won't believe how expensive it is. Like... If I were to put it in dollars, uh, maybe $1,100. That's how much it's being sold here for. I mean, somebody put it for pre-order, they say you have to pay $1,100, and you get it in three months' time. What the hell? <laughs> I'm not going to pay that much money. Screw you. So that's the situation here. You shouldn't care. Um, but yes, don't worry. As Todd Howard said... They are going to do it in a way that it doesn't matter what controller you're playing on, what screen, what platform. Very possible that they may all come. However, there was somebody else who said that apparently he also said, this was not in the site where he made the statement, he also said that it will be years before we can actually see true exclusives for Microsoft. So we have to wait. 
But the current situation is that you shouldn't panic. I don't think that Elder Scrolls 6, for example, is not going to come on PlayStation 5. I mean, if they're actually honoring the agreements that were made about uh, Ghostwire Tokyo or Deathloop, there's a good chance that they will actually bring it to PlayStation 5 as well for you know Elder Scrolls and the others. There may be games that are exclusive to Xbox as well, like, for example, a new IP... Uh, maybe Fallout New Vegas 2? <sighs> Imagine that. In that case, I actually have to upgrade my PC or laptop. Imagine playing Fallout New Vegas 2. Shit. Like, I think at this point, Obsidian is like, okay, screw the game we were making, let's go back to Fallout. We want to make this. Imagine that, how crazy the internet would get. I mean, I don't care if it's actually New Vegas 2 or not, just make a Fallout game. Any game is better than the crap that Bethesda has been feeding us. One last point. I don't know how this accusation, acquisition, uh, why do you get accusation? Acquisition came to be. I have no clue. But I think that maybe Bethesda was in a tight spot financially. It makes sense. Just think about it. The way they've been making games, it's just been so many ports of Skyrim. They made stupid Blades game, Elder Scrolls Blades. They made Fallout 76, which sucked. And there's bound to be some money loss in Bethesda. I am not surprised if that's the case. If they are losing money, they need staff to do the rest of the games. I don't know. It could be. Because 7.5 billion is not a small amount of money. Sure, Wolfenstein, Doom, all of those games, but they're not worth billion dollars. Elder Scrolls might be billion dollars worth on its own, but given the situation with Fallout, that's not even worth billion dollars anymore. I mean, this is very likely that they needed money, and they were more than happy to join Xbox, so that they could actually use the power, manpower there to actually make their game. I have no idea what happened here. But if, it's, if that is the case, I am so happy that Microsoft gave them that kind of money and bought them. Because I don't want to see Bethesda go under. I just want them to see on the right track. To make great games again. And that's what matters to me as a gamer. Regardless of which console or platform the games are going to come, I want Bethesda to thrive. I want to see another Fallout game like Fallout 3. Something that excites me instead of Fallout 4. Like Fallout 4, I just look at it and I'm like, eh. I never was able to connect with that game. Or I look at Skyrim, very special edition on PlayStation 4, Switch, PC, again. What the hell? Just let that game die. Make the new one. And it seems that they have financial issues, otherwise they would have at least shown us something. At least Bethesda's having those problems. It doesn't seem that it suffers having any problems. They're doing very well. The other ones who make Prey and Dis- Dishonored, they're having a great time. Bethesda's the only one who seems to have, be having problems. And my god, I hope that's fixed. I really don't want to see these guys go under. I really love them. But still. Still, let's be happy. This is a great day. You might say, some people might say, this is a grim day for gamers. Exclusive third-party games. Ugh, it's no longer third-party. It's now first-party at this point. Um, but let's look at the good stuff. 
I would have preferred someone to buy out Elder Scrolls, sorry, uh, Bethesda, instead of seeing it go under. Think about it that way. If there were actually financial problems, I have no source on this, I'm just saying. It's a guess. And it makes sense, given everything that has happened recently to Bethesda. Uh, anywho, thank you guys for joining. I hope this cleared things a little bit for you. As of this moment, this is all we know. If there is anything that we know more, I will be updating uh, the episode for you and tell you everything you need to know. But as it stands now, don't worry. I'm sure that the game is well come, but of course, it will have a huge price tag, like 70 bucks on PlayStation and 15 bucks with the Game Pass over there. I mean, it really I think it really depends on the situation this holiday how well each of the consoles sell and Game Pass sells. At this point, I think Game Pass doesn't even need to wait for holidays. I mean, probably it's going to sell right now. Who cares? Why wait? You can still buy it. It's not going to launch this holiday. You can buy it now. But we still got to wait. We got to see what happens. I really, really hope that Bethesda thrives there. Given the track record of some companies that were bought by Microsoft, I just hope they do well. I just hope. I want Bethesda to do well. I have so many memories playing Oblivion and Skyrim and Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Basically just Bethesda. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys very soon. Until next time.